You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast. And today I am so excited because we are talking to two amazing experts. You guys, I've never interviewed two people on the podcast. So this is the first ever where I'm interviewing two amazing experts here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. And I am interviewing Carrie and Lauren, and we're going to be talking about SOPR. And I'm sure you don't even know what that is, but they are going to tell us all about it and how you can utilize it and benefit from it in your business. So welcome, Lauren and Carrie. So excited to have you. How are you today? Oh, we're great. We're great. Thank you so <laughs> Thank much for you. having us. We're so excited to be here um, together. The first yeah, this is really fun. We're your first duo. <laughs> yes, yes, the first duo. So excited to have you guys. So I would love to hear more about you and more about your amazing business and what you do and how you help business owners and entrepreneurs. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Brand Groupies is a full service social media, public relations, and personal branding agency. We actually help B2B service brands and C-suite leaders um, build and rock their, you know, their businesses and their personal brands through social and PR and our so PR approach that that we coined um, while I handle um, social, Lauren heads up our PR division and it just works so seamlessly that we've, you know, we coined the term and we said, wow, this, this works and and everyone should be doing it. Yeah. It wasn't even necessarily our intention. I think at the start, Carrie was doing social. I, she had done PR before I jumped on board and and started doing PR for our clients. When we saw how seamlessly it integrated back and forth, when I would get the PR placements Carrie would take them and she could get several different clips um, for for social posts. Um, And we just saw how widespread that one piece of PR could go that uh, I think Carrie one day was like, we have to name them. Actually, she said for quite a while, we have to name this. What's a good name? And one morning she came in and she was like, we're going to call it So PR. And so it's something that is proven to work. And I think the days of outsourcing to many different agencies for your marketing needs um, are kind of in the rear view, at Mm -hmm. least from our perspective. Our strategy is, you know, if you're going to invest in one, making the investment in both really helps you maximize your ROI. I love that. So PR, we need this. And so I'm so glad that you were able to bring that together because I definitely, you know, it is so needed and I understand and many businesses understand that social media and PR go hand in hand. So why not bring it together? So I love this concept. So let's get into talking about what actually is so PR and a little bit more of how you came up with it and how did you even, you know, think about coining the term and really getting this out into the marketplace? I mean, I think when we uh, we started, for example, with our one client, a major um, architecture firm, uh, we've been with them for over five years. And five years ago, social media was very different. You know, you would post a traditional photo, it'd be the project. Um, and 
what we realized was that, you know, a lot of these more traditional B2B brands weren't using the same techniques as fashion and beauty, the more sexy, you know, brands. So, um, you know, I just remember in the beginning kind of applying that mindset through, you know, our backgrounds are both fashion. So with a fashion lens to these, um, you know, more traditional companies. And of course, as social media, you know, changed and evolved, you need more video. And, you you know, of course, we always want to spotlight the people behind the brand. And so what we realized, it really was organic because Lauren would get the, you know, the CEO on podcasts and the CFO with different angles about the business. And every podcast, they would be like, you know, just having that key message point. And we're like, oh, we got to, you know, we have to share that. And it, it just so happened that we're like, oh my gosh, they're on this hour podcast. We could get like five to 10 snippets and make audiograms. And we just kind of started doing them simple, right? We right. would ha- we take one clip, we do one audiogram with a static photo and, you know, just the little 30 to 60 se- second clip. And then we realized no one else is really doing it this way. So we just, we wanted to be on the trends and now we're doing real. So for example, if there's a um, you know, a podcast that one of our clients is on, we do, we, we kind of like stretch it out and, you know, into three or four posts. So, and do different creative and it kind it really grew organically. It has. It's very it's, simple. It's interesting the because then we can tag the host of the podcast. Mm-hmm. We can tag the podcast and usually the podcast host also has their own business. So we might be tagging three different new audiences for our clients that they're getting exposed to. And and I think that kind of speaks to the way that PR has evolved mm-hmm. too over the years. You know, like Carrie said, when social started, it wasn't as video or audio driven. It was yeah. static photos. And then, you know, when I started doing PR 20 years ago, yeah. it was very similar. We would, um, you know, print print media was like the king at the time. And now I feel like podcasts have become such an integral part of what we do. Many of our clients are much more comfortable speaking. They're dynamic. And that really is like brings that storytelling element from our brands to life. So now a big part of our approach to PR is getting our clients on podcasts to be their authentic selves and really shine a spotlight using their own voice. And what's better than that? And then if Carrie can take that and recycle that through social and like like we said, give it several different legs, whether it be in stories, in a post, in reels. Um, a lot of the podcasts now have video content because they, they post on YouTube as well. So there's so many different ways that we can leverage that. And it, it like one really does fuel the other. Yeah. yeah. And it goes deeper too. Like even, you know, in the old days, PR, you're calling editors and, you know, there's some cold calls. Now you have to find them on social. Yeah. So Lauren's like, all right, I'm reaching out to these. So I'm, I'm friending them. We're, you know, Lauren's writing to them on social and we're making sure that our clients are following them and we're, you know, engaged because that you have to do that too. You know, yeah. so it's, like, it's interesting. I was develop just... those relationships that can, you know, start on social and develop and, and then develop give them love that. and engage. Yeah. You, you know, PR used to be so relationship driven. It's funny. I follow this major PR guru on LinkedIn and he just posted the other day and said he was in a meeting and they were like, so who are your relationships with at this publication or that publication? He was like, you're not going to like this answer, but it's not, it's not done that way anymore. You know, most of the writers are freelancers at this point, dipping their toe into lots of different places. And if you have a great story, I can get you the coverage. It's not the other way around. Whereas it used to be to get into X, Y, and Z publications, you had to have this really strong relationship. And now it's, if you, if you have a great story and you're a good writer and you know how to tell it, um, you'll land that placement. So it's, it's the whole industry has changed so much. I think both from social and Carrie Dovent to PR, and we both dove into that over 20 years ago. 
Wow. So much experience and expertise. And you're right. Social media is changing every single moment. So I absolutely love that you said video because on this podcast, I definitely share that video is king and it needs, it definitely needs to be a part of any person's personal brands, business brands, social media strategy, because it's not going anywhere. There's so many different platforms utilizing video. So I'm so happy that you said that. And that you, you said something about messaging and that leads us into the next question, which is why is messaging so important on social media and also on PR? And I feel like a lot of brands may miss the mark where the messaging is like not the same and it doesn't make sense. So why do you feel like messaging is so important and, and making sure that it's clear in both social media and PR? It's interesting, <laughs> right? Because we do talk the same language. Yes. I think, you know, so much of what we do, we sit across from each other in our office and we're constantly talking back and forth and it carries right in the social media, yeah, like sharing laptops <laughs> all day long. Can you read that? We actually just got, <laughs> we moved into a new office and our desks, we have these long, beautiful chic tables and our desks are wider than they used to be. <laughs> so, like, so we can't quite as easily push our laptops across um, to, to be reading and finishing each other's sentences. But honestly, our whole approach, whether it be for, for branding, you know, from branding to messaging, everything has to be 360. And so if I'm saying something one way to the press, that's the same messaging Carrie's using. And we talk through that before we, you know, now we've been doing this together for more than two years, I guess maybe close. Yeah. About more than two years. And so I think for us now it comes, you know, and flows out of us very naturally. When we start working with a new brand, we craft that messaging together. So we're on board from day one about how are we positioning this company? Mm -hmm. It's a big part of our process. And so I think the consistency across the board, that's really what then I think starts imprinting into the way that our clients even are speaking about, about, um, their brand, you know, we help them develop the messaging and then we say the same thing and their employees hopefully start then sharing out about the company in the same way so that all of us are putting the same base forward. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that messaging has to be similar across the board because if you go on social media and you know, there's a press article or something and it doesn't match up. It's like, well, this doesn't really make sense. And I think a lot of businesses miss that mark when you really want to be very, very clear about what you're doing, who you are, and it needs to come across on social media. It needs to come across in the PR articles and the placements and the TV, all of that. It needs to be one seamless, I like to call it the digital ecosystem. So it needs to be a seamless digital ecosystem. Now, I want to talk more about your so PR method and Maybe if you have some do's and don'ts of how to do this good and how to not do it good, because we know with social media and digital marketing and PR, there's so many, you know, do this and don't do this. But what are some do's and don'ts of your so PR method? We um, what we love to do is to um, really inspire our clients' teams to support on social so it's almost like the new PR. You know, the, the employees are the best marketing ambassadors. So, for example, when, you know, there is a piece of press and we share it on the company page, a do is to notify whether it's a LinkedIn ambassador team that you've established or, you know, the 100 employees. Hey, we just posted this. Like, share, comment. Then if they share it to their network, you know, that's thousands of people who are exposed to this, you know, this piece of press. And 
it's like, um, it's such a no brainer. So we feel like, um, you know, people who are on LinkedIn to really do, when you say do, to really take action and to just to share, click, it, it, it's not even, you don't so even think, <laughs> you know, but then it reaches thousands of people so organically. And then they're promoting the press that the company has achieved. So especially we, in the first hour, that makes yes. a big impact too on LinkedIn, especially yeah. if they do it. And so that's just a little tip that we we like to do. We also yeah. like to do um, like LinkedIn ambassador training where we go in and we, you know, really give them some tips because it doesn't take much to really, you know, um, expand the reach. And also right. freshen up every he- everyone's headshots. You're so good yeah. about doing that and their banners just to make sure that we're putting the same again consistent face forward for all of the employees. Yeah. It's a quick thing, but a lot of people don't even have a banner on LinkedIn. It's yes. So it's kind of like, you know, I guess yeah. it, it's like when it's PR, you're, com- you're it goes back promoting yeah. your company in a cool way. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think that, you know, we don't think about that. Like, oh, is the banner the same? Does it have the same information? You know, there's there's different things that may everybody may not think about. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And I do think that it is very beneficial when businesses, their employees do get involved because it only helps the business, right? It only helps promote the business, what they're doing, getting new clients. And so that's why I always tell people, even if you're not an entrepreneur, right? If you work for a, a brand. You should be a representative of that brand. You should create a personal brand. And so that's exactly what I did and how I ultimately ended up here where I am today. I did work um, as the social media and digital marketing manager for a very um, popular beauty brand. And so I utilized that to continue to build my personal brand because before I got there, I was already an influencer, but it only helped me to get where I am today to be able to utilize that experience put it into play as my personal brand and now build a business from that. So you see guys, there's so many different ways you can do this. So don't look at if you work for a company that it's just like, Oh, you know, no build your personal brand to help that business. And later on down the line, you never know what can come from that. So I'm all about building personal brands and making it all cohesive. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, even you know, if you're in an industry, uh, you're on LinkedIn, like share an article, even if it's once a week, share an article that's interesting to you in your industry to just continue to develop your personal brand as an expert. And if you want to move companies in a year from now, you've already, you know, they're going to check you out and they're going to say, oh, wow, look at this personal brand. Yeah. (laughs) I also think, you know, another, a couple other do's or don't would be don't have different social handles. Yes. Carrie's a big, right? You're a big opponent of Having the same social handle across yeah. all channels for you, whether it be your brand, you know, your company. And I think another is something that's come up in a few meetings recently is how much the workforce is now looking to your social channels mm-hmm. for as a recruiting tool. And so if you're putting your best face forward out there for your company, bringing the culture to life, the people behind it, what makes you special sharing out articles from a press lens about, you know, to brag about others that are bragging about you, that is such an awesome tool to help you recruit mm-hmm. um, in this day and age when people are really turning to social. You know, we have we have people that always say, you know, what about websites? And they're going to put a lot of budget. We say, honestly, we, I think you're, you know, your, your budget may be better used. Have a good looking, clean and consistent, you know, homepage maybe, but the days of, you know, investing a lot in the website, because that's where people were just yeah. going for information. I think people immediately, when we're told about a brand, we go to mm-hmm. Instagram or LinkedIn to look them up and see who we're connected to and, and who we have in common. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, social media is like the new, the new, yeah, like websites. I mean, I think for some people, of course, you should have websites, but I don't think it's for every industry. And I don't think like you necessarily need a website. Um, so yeah, I think like you said that a lot of people are are straying away from just having, you know, a website, but you really need a social media presence because anytime someone asks or what your business is or what you do, the first thing that they're going to do is look you up on social media. And if you don't have a a presence, if you don't have, you know, your PR in order and you're just posting anything and getting into, we don't want to have a PR nightmare on social media. Oh my God. So, you know, there's, there's the do's and don'ts of that. So Thank you so much for going into that. Um, I want to talk about next this method that you have. And this is, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I'm so glad that you guys fused together to create So PR. But is this method good for any type of business? I know you said you work with B2B businesses, but can this model fit for any type of businesses? And what businesses have you seen it work best for so far? I know I was gonna say even if like there's a small business for example they don't have PR like a you know a a PR publicist or they can't it's not in the budget just yet you know a lot of people do local events co-promotions oh I'm sponsoring this local thing you know that's PR for their brand and it's like all right instead of just posting here's the event flyer you know it's it's spreading that out. Oh, here's behind the scenes. We're sponsoring our local chili fest, you know, really taking that, um, any events, um, PR promotions, co-promotions by, you know, maybe making four social media posts before, during getting those photos. Then after tagging every single partner, every single sponsor so that they might share it and, you know, get in front of new audiences. So you can do it on a smaller level. That's just an example. If you're not a big corporate firm and you want to, you know, start small and are, um, doing local events. Yeah. yeah, no, I love that. And I love that this approach can work for many different types of brands because again, I think that all businesses, a lot of, you know, small businesses may not be able to do social media PR at the same time, but of course you want to still be able to utilize the resources and do what PR you can do because it is very, very important. I think that a lot of businesses, um, may not understand the the importance and how important PR actually is to your business and why this fuse together is is so good. I just I just love this. Um I also want to talk about some best practices and strategies that you've seen your clients or you've put together for your clients with your method. I would love to hear some success stories. I just love hearing, you know, new innovations and new things that businesses are doing out here with social media, digital marketing and PR. Podcast. Oh, that's a good idea as a marketing leg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think on the you know on social media, you know, it's you share articles or you have a blog. What's your strategy? You know, so we um, we actually have one of our um, our clients who is the president and um, owner of the uh, hundred plus year old architecture firm. We convinced him to do a podcast. And called the anti-architect because he's disrupting the industry. They're they're kind of like a tech startup, but they're a hundred-year-old, you know, firm with major clients, American Airlines and Peloton and you know, Soho House and things like that. Um, and so by having his own podcast, he is inviting partners, potential clients, people in the industry on. And we love this because at the recording, you're taking photos, you are you know, um, connecting, you're behind the scenes, the episode comes out, you launch the episode, you 
take audio clips, you're tagging the guest, and then they're sharing it. You know, then we send out an email to the guests. Here are the assets. Here's your link. Share it on your channels. And we can't even tell you the the success that he's had. Like he'll be on the golf course. People are like, I listened to this episode. I listened to that. He's also had an RFP. Yeah, right? he actually a big hotel in yeah. New York City called and said, Hey, I listened to your podcast and I want to have the guest on your podcast GC my uh, my project and I want to hire you as the architect of record to build, you know, to design and and get it going with the drawing. So it's been really interesting to also as yeah. a new business tool, I think for them as well, but we launch a new episode every other Wednesday. And you know, mm-hmm. as a podcaster, yeah. from that one episode, we get three, at least three pieces of, you know, content, you know, three posts um, that can be spread across all the different platforms. And so, and then we go back and we do reels. He asks the same questions, yes. some of the guests, and we'll go back and highlight that same question with lots of different guests answering that question. So from a marketing lens, it's just, and honestly, even a new business lens, it's been a really interesting and effective vehicle to help them grow. Yeah. And, and also C-suite, they're so, they're so busy. So it's like, all right, you're just going to interview this person for one hour. We take it, we do all the production, we do A to Z and that's it. And you could just, you get so much bang for your buck, I guess you could say, for your investment. And he, like in his industry, it's, it's taken off. And we just love that because you, you know, you have to keep coming up with content for LinkedIn and we specialize in B2B. So LinkedIn is our, our jam. So we, uh, you know, we think it's it's awesome for that. Yeah, it has been really interesting. And then just to see it grow, we're on oh, season yeah. two and we're into year two with it now and the guests keep getting bigger and bigger. And it has kind of a an interesting and surprising name, uh, which came out of a brainstorm session that we did. And so that gets people chatting and talking. Yeah. And, and merchandise. We have we hats. Merch. We, have a, we actually have the, <laughs> the anti-architect. We did do like a landing page, a website with a link mm-hmm. to all the episodes and the merch that you can buy back to Shopify. Right. So it's been, it's been a fun project. So it's really taken his personal brand to the next level. And in turn, he brings in the business for the, for the architecture firm. So that's his goal. You know, it has to have a business and driver. So. Yes. And I love that you said goal, because I say that all the time here on the podcast that we have to start with goals. And I love how you said that he's leveraged this podcast to help bring more clientele to the business. So it's just amazing how podcasts and social media can help you in so many different ways. And I'm so glad that you said podcast. I love podcasts. This my podcast is like my baby. It has done so well. And I'm just so excited to see it continue to grow. That's why I have amazing guests, like guest experts like you on so that we can chat about these different social media topics and get people's, you know, change people's perceptions and let them know about new things. So thank you guys so much for coming on today and sharing about So PR. It's just so, it was just so great to learn about your clients and what you guys are doing. And I definitely want to let people know where they can find you on the social media streets and the PR streets and what you guys have going on currently. Yeah, so we um, are at Brand Groupies, B-R-A-N-D, um, play on band groupies. <laughs> um, so it's Brand Groupies all across the board. So website, podcast, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, you can find us. Yeah. Right? I think that's – and so, yeah, so we have um, we have going out. We're doing a special pop-up um, event for a charity called the Cancer Cartel um, where we are bringing in, you know, local ambassadors and um, people to donate fashion that will gently use fashion goods to then sell and donate to 
um, people who are battling the, the disease to help them pay for bills, gas and mortgage payments while they focus on, you know, getting better. So we're, so we're doing that, that event on April 28th. April 28th. We're selling yes. tickets. Our office, we're turning our office into a shop. It's been a fun way to fuse our fashion backgrounds for the cause that's so important to us. It was founded by three amazing cancer warriors from Seattle. Yeah. And we are just so excited to be on board. So we've been doing porch pickups of gently used designer goods. And, and posting them we're on surrounded. social. And we, and yeah. we get in, we post, we, you know, reels and ambassadors are tagging. So it's like yeah. the whole, you know, whole thing. Yeah, the whole digital ecosystem. You got to make it work for you. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So this has been such an amazing episode. Thank you guys again so much for educating us on what SOPR is and why we need to use it and how it can benefit many businesses. Um, Yes. So make sure you guys stay tuned. I will be sharing all of the amazing show notes and where you can find Lauren and Carrie and what they have going on. If they have other events that they have coming up, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes too. But thank you so much, Lauren and Carrie, for coming on today and sharing your amazing expertise and knowledge. Thanks, Michelle. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.